Switched on on F104 and Forbes 30 Under 30 list was announced last week with founder of new app Ashling Byrne being included. She joins us now. Hello. Hi, Louise. How are you? Very good. So what is it like to be included in a list like this? Well, it's pretty surreal, I'd say. Um, it was it was kind of bizarre getting the email. It's kind of amazing, I guess, to have that kind of recognition for the work that you're doing as very much a day-to-day grind now, uh, but so delighted overall and so happy to see so many Irish on the list yes. as well. Did you know it was going to happen before you got that email? So I had heard from a scout from Forbes who had emailed me just to kind of do some quick fire questions. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they don't say anything. So you basically just find out on the day. Oh, so it's wow. kind of look at the draw. Like you never know if it's just like a media request or if, mm-hmm. you know, it's something more than that. So I was really, really pleasantly surprised because I think sometimes if you look at these lists, like you have no idea how you would even go about getting on them. Yeah. So that was, yeah, pretty exciting. And I suppose if Forbes is going to ask you some questions, you just kind of answer them, don't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, here's my whole life story. <laughs> so tell um, the listeners, for anyone that doesn't know what New App is, what exactly do you guys do? We are a thrift swapping platform. And so thrift swapping is a concept that we've kind of coined ourselves. And it's essentially a platform where you can trade the clothes that you don't want anymore for clothes that you do want. So you upload an item of clothing, you get one coin for every item that you upload, and then everything on the platform costs one coin and 99 cents. So you basically, if you've ever been to an in real life clothes swap event, it's pretty much that brought online. And it's a way to just get all those pieces that are unloved in your wardrobe out there into the world and start building a whole sustainable wardrobe in a really affordable way. And this is the thing, we all have those items. like people will say they don't but you definitely do where you're like oh no I'm keeping that until whatever your excuse is yeah so there is yeah. you know it is nice to have a place that you can actually you know eventually part with it and give it to somebody else to enjoy exactly I always kind of think of clothes as having a very similar life to ourselves yeah. like you know there's no point of them just being locked in a wardrobe having absolutely no fun yes. and it's good to start with a piece of clothing that if you go into your wardrobe and you forgot that you own it that is the perfect piece of clothing to give to someone else who's going to absolutely love it. That's a good, that's actually a really good um, idea to kind of look at stuff and go, oh yeah, I forgot I had that. So we take you out <laughs> and we'll give you the yeah. That's a great, that's a great thought. I must, I need to do a clear out. So that's going to be my go-to now. Do, do I, do I remember you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this all started, and I think I didn't know this before, but it all started in 2017 when you were in college. Yeah, so I mean, the roots that go back to about 2013 when it was after the Ranapasa building disaster in Dhaka in Bangladesh, where mm. a garment factory yes. very unfortunately collapsed and kind of shone a spotlight of really the social problems behind the fashion industry. But for me, I had I was in India not too long after and um, I could kind of see the environmental impacts on top of that. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of stayed with me throughout college. I had gone over with Suez, which is an Irish NGO, um, and, and just kind of had quite a transformative experience, I'd say. Um, and through my time at college, I was going to swaps a lot of the time. In Trinity, they had this student entrepreneurship program called Tangent. Um, and part of that was an incubator called Launchbox. And um, it was it was really an idea that I had that was just, we need to do something about 
the amount of clothes that are going to waste. And I could see that I was trading clothes with friends. It was something that was really enjoyable, something that we could all afford, which was, for me was definitely the most important thing. Um, and from there, there was just kind of opportunities that arose that allowed it to flourish into becoming a business. But um, it really did all spawn from just this uh, co- idea in college that over the years eventually turned into okay, well, how would we scale this up and mm-hmm. how would we make this a business that can kind of self-sustain and, and where do we go from there? So I definitely am one of the people who started a business from a very personal problem, completely naive <laughs> in how a business works. <laughs> That's probably just a learned good thing, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's probably I a good thing. I think it was. Yeah. yeah, you're not really limited by what you know to be true, mm-hmm. especially if you're redesigning a system, which essentially we are because it's not buying and selling, it's all trading clothes. So it was helpful to you know, kind of throw out the playbook somewhat and just go with what felt right and go with what people around me really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think you started at a time, like I think more so now we're so aware of fast fashion. We're so aware of um, high street brand. Like we're so aware of it. Whereas at that time, I'm not sure we were fully there yet. Have you noticed that yourself? Completely. Mm. Um, myself and Ali, um, who was one of my friends, well, still is still <laughs> one of my great friends, um, but we met we met in college and we kind of started new as a swap shop originally. Yeah. And um, for us, like people would come, but our swap was all about education. Like we were kind of going and starting on the ground floor about how does fashion impact the environment? And, you know, what happens to our clothes once they leave our wardrobes mm. and what happens before they get to the shop floor? And so it was people who were really curious and wanted to know more, but it was nothing like the kind of mainstream topic of conversation that it is in the fashion industry today. And for me, it's just been incredibly encouraging, I think, to see how fast that conversation can shift and come to the forefront when the urgency is there. Mm -hmm. Um, So on one hand, it's just great that it's somewhat built itself as a trend within the industry, but also the speed at which it's driving innovation rebuilding how we actually operate as a fashion industry and how we recirculate our clothes and how we design and how we produce our clothes is changing so fast it's it's honestly like night and day um since five years ago to today yeah and the fact that you guys managed to take price out of the equation essentially yeah and for us um I guess for myself when I was looking at how do you redesign something that is when we talk about how, um, I guess, this new economy, we talk about it as the circular economy. Yeah. And that's essentially looking at things like buying things, using things, and then being able to either reuse or have them biodegrade. So that's kind of the circular economy. And for me, what I could see and what I think a lot of the research is saying now is that the race in terms of price is going to zero. You know, clothes are getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. And so for a lot of the high street clothes that we buy, it's very, very difficult to resell them because they're almost seen as holding zero value Mm -hmm. price wise Mm -hmm. by the time that you're finished with them. But actually, as someone who's going to wear them or someone who could borrow it from your friend or could swap it with your friend, those clothes are still so valuable and they have so much of a life. So for us, it was really okay if price isn't or if price has become a barrier that's now stopping us from recirculating our clothing or making it harder to give it a second life. then we just need to take that out of the picture and instead look at what's the value exchange. And for us, it was using clothes as your currency and just taking that out completely. And so for us, it's really saying, how do we create a revenue model that does allow this to actually operate, which is a simple 99 cent fee? Mm -hmm. And then what's the value that users are getting? They're getting clothes in exchange for clothes that they give away. Um, So it's been really, really interesting to actually build something 
that people haven't used, especially digitally before, and watch how it can increase the, um, like we've increased the recirculation rate of these high street clothes from an average of 20% in the industry to a peak of 83%. And that's been incredible to see because that's really something that you can see is, okay, that's a solution that's going to extend the life cycle of these clothes. And it's something that people are really catching on to. That's something that's actually working, which is brilliant. Yeah. You started in Ireland, you also are in the UK and now in the US? Yeah, we launched the US this week, which wow. is a big one. <laughs> I don't um I don't think that was in my wildest dreams. <laughs> um it, it's yeah, it's been a really, really exciting year. We had um we got backers over in the US. They were quite early in this business called ThreadUp, which is essentially industrialized resale about twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. They're so, so up to date with the space. Um, and we chatted with them. They came on board and they said, like, this market is really ripe for this solution. Like they've had so many resale platforms and rental platforms that gap really exists. And it had done so well in Ireland and the UK that it just made sense to be able to say, OK, if we really wanted a solution that can scale globally, like we might as well start testing that now, wow. especially because that, um, you know, consumption is often about nine times higher in the US as well. So in terms of where do we need to capture all of those clothes, it's a really, really big opportunity and incredibly exciting, I think, to see an idea grow and and start to really travel. Yeah, and it's going to be an interesting journey as well to see now that it's in the US as well, what what's going to happen from there. Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I always, from the beginning, was like, this will be worldwide. And then when I actually started building it, I was like, how on earth do you get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this to go worldwide? They're like, okay, we're getting somewhere now. <laughs> it's taking, it's taking steps. It's excellent. It's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So how can people find out more about the app if they haven't heard about it? So you can download the new app on the iOS app store or the Google Play store. Mm-hmm. Just type new N-U-W. We also have a website, The New Wardrobe, and all of our socials are We Are New across Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn. Um, but the kind of go-to is download the app, start uploading the pieces in your wardrobe that you are just not giving enough love to. And we have an approval process and you'll get your coin within a couple of hours and you can start exchanging pretty much immediately. Excellent. Ashley Byrne, thank you so much for chatting to us this evening. Thanks a million for having me.